on everyone this is a popcorn hero show review of westworld season three episode five genre genre <laughs> i am armando with me today is pedro hello hello what's going on man chilling bro nice so the episode seems like it takes the, its namesake from the drug right that this guy takes Yes. So what, let's let's kind of talk about the episode. How did you feel? Was it good? What were your thoughts on so, it? So, you know, I, I thought it was good, but it didn't feel like Westworld. Not even this season of Westworld. It was very... I don't even know how to describe it. It felt like a totally different show. Yeah, it felt out of place. It felt out of place. It's not that it was bad. It's just that it felt like it was a totally different writer director i don't know it was just a totally different feel to it yeah. um you know i had seen the i had seen the trailer so i knew that there was a car chase and i was like oh this is the episode with the car chase i can't wait and you know what i was a little underwhelmed with mm-hmm. the car chase yeah i don't know if it's because the cars felt like hitting. they were going slow mhm cuz uh, i i even rewatched it again i was like cuz i had read a review where someone said that it was the best I think it was ign they said it was the greatest car chase ever redefined car chases i'm like uh <laughs> bro they, no they, they, they gave the they gave the episode a 10 out of 10 they gave it a no. masterpiece no man no and way. i'm like did we watch I, the same episode I again like it's the not last bad, episode but. was a masterpiece to me more than that agreed the one before was mm-hmm. absolutely 10 out of 10 and how me. everything fell into place was great yeah yeah just a revelation the fact that i didn't see it coming Mm-hmm. So uh, it's just from that standpoint, the car chase, it was a little underwhelming. I don't know. The, the cars were like going slow. It took too long to get to the action. The stuff that happened, sure, was cool. But I don't know. I guess I expected a little more. I don't know. Uh, For me, it wasn't. How'd you feel? It just wasn't hard hitting, dude. It wasn't. You yeah, didn't feel the impact agreed. of it. You didn't feel scared for them. You didn't feel. Th- exactly. Th- There's kind of no story behind the whole thing. So you, you kind of didn't get a sense of urgency. You didn't get a sense of like something's about, something bad is about to happen. It's just kind of like right. people going through the motions of what was happening. So I think that's why it felt underwhelming because there was no gravity behind it. And I think if it was yeah. gravity behind it, you would have felt it more. And I think it would have been more hard hitting. And I think that's why it, it affected it. Yeah. I know that they were trying to add the genre drug into it to give it that i guess drama but let me tell you honestly i thought that that it was cool to see but i felt like they didn't use it to the to its fullest power that uh that that gimmick that they had for the episode which is the genre i thought the first genre that he gets to which is noir i thought it was perfect it's black and white and it's the moment where he's being paranoid so they had like that detective noir music playing that that plays with paranoia and i'm like oh this is fucking perfect this is exactly what it should be and then it cut to, well, because also you can see it visually, it's black and white, it's dark, you know. But then it cuts to uh, the ride of the Valkyries, which is when the car chase actually happens. And visually, it doesn't look different. No. Someone, someone in the review said, oh, the saturated colors. And I'm like, I watched it again. I'm like, I don't see shit, bro. Maybe in the very, very beginning, you kind of see like that white pop of like an old film but it's only in that very first second when he switches and after that you don't see it again so i felt like they really missed out on an opportunity to visually show us that it's a 70s war film or something yeah Um, it it didn't feel that way it It, it felt like they got lazy at that point 
and and the crazy thing is that I didn't feel a lot of the the genres towards the. I didn't feel yeah. that that many genres. Only the first one, and then everything uh, else kind of just blended in together. Right. I think so you need to listen were... to the music cues more than. Like if if yeah. you didn't know the music cues, you wouldn't know the genre he's in. Oh, and right. of course the the romance the the romantic comedy. I mean the romance one, where he was staring yes. at her, and like which the romance lovingly. one. Uh, Again, they didn't do the romance one right because I know in a lot of old films, the way they would show romance is they would kind of do like that glare, like on the side of like almost like that blurry, angelic, angelic glare look. They didn't do it, and I watched it again to see if they did it. They didn't do it. They missed opportunities with essentially adding a filter every time he had it, so we know what he's in. Instead, yeah. we're kind of just like you said, waiting for musical cues and kind of going, "All right." And and the crazy thing is that when he was in reality, it didn't feel different from what you were seeing before. It just now here's the, the thing, I felt like that was the up that was the point that they were trying to make at the very near the very end where he's like, where it's chaos and he's like, what genre is this? And they're like, this is reality, man. I think that's what they were the point they were trying to make, but it didn't hit hard, you know. Yeah. It, it they were supposed to you were supposed to ask that question too, like, whoa, is this really happening? But because each genre wasn't as, I don't even know what the right well word defined. is, as obvious. Yeah. There you go. As defined that it didn't hit that hard. It was all a great idea. This whole episode had great ideas, but there's something about the execution that was like lacking for me. From the yeah, car chase so, to the actual genres. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have uh, an article telling the genres. Uh, I don't think I do have it, but, uh, but I, I know okay. I remember them because I watched it recently. So I have so, one right now. Okay, good. Right, Go. So the first genre is of course the black and white, the you know, which is the film noir. Uh, yes, and it makes sense because that's the paranoia of the scene, so it's perfect. Yeah, and it's uh, it has you know the, it's trying to um, it's trying to mimic out of the past, a 1947 movie, and Vertical, yes. Alfred Hitchcock, 1958 thriller movie. Mm-hmm. After oh, that, I found he, one here on Wiki. Mm-hmm. After that, he enters the action genre with the ode to Apocalypse Now. Yep, Ride of the Valkyries. Mm-hmm. With the song with, you know, Ride of the Valkyries. Um, yeah. After that, you hit a romance and drama mm-hmm. genre. So you hit romance and then drama. And Got it's it. an ode to a Love Story, which is a 1970 film. When he mm-hmm. goes, you know, when he goes head over heels or that love stare he does to Dolores when she's shooting. Mm-hmm. And then once that's over, it enters the Iggy Pop's 1977 song, Night Clubbing. Uh, Subway. Co- yeah, co-written Subway. by uh, David Bowie. And mm-hmm. it was famously used in the movie Transpotting. Oh, no. Uh, the David Bowie one is actually Space Oddity, which is after they leave the subway. While so, they're in the subway, it's still the Iggy Pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when they head down to the train station. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. It's after the love romance one. Um, yeah, yeah. So the train spotting is the drama one after. And then after that, as he's leaving, they go to the space oddity, which yeah. is the reality part, essentially. Yes. Yes. Oh, no. But I'm saying the song was co-written by David Bowie. The 1977 oh, okay. song. Yeah. Mm. You, you, you're, you're ahead of me. <laughs> I gotcha, gotcha. So it was okay. the love story. Which is romance mm-hmm. drama with the Iggy Pop's nineteen seventy seven song Night Clubbing mm-hmm. that is co written by David Bowie. 
I did not know that. Interesting. Yeah. And then after that, you hit the cover of Space Oddity by David Bowie. Ah, see. Okay, that, that, that makes sense. Now, I was like, David Bowie did two of them? I guess he did. Sort That's of. when um, Dolores creates the chaos in the train after the train or whatever. Right. Which, let me tell you, out of all the musical cues, the Space Oddity one, I thought was fantastic. Because I love the way um, Jawadi, mm-hmm. Jawadi the, the, the composer for... Um, for Westworld and Game of Thrones. I love the way he does covers for like popular songs. And when I heard that one instantly, I was like, oh man, this is perfect. Yeah. That to me was a great cue. And then of course the other one, which is the horror one, I thought that one was a great cue as well. But it didn't do anything. No, it it didn't feel horror. And right. um, So that's uh, the score they used was Stanley Kubrick's from The the Shining. From The Shining. Mm -hmm. So it, it didn't feel horror or thrillerish or anything like that agreed you know? it, it yeah it didn't give any, any of those vibes so it just, it just kind of sucks that they had it a, an amazing way to to kind of uh, play with that scene at and give it life essentially yeah and they didn't pretty much pretty much the cinematography and the uh compositing or editing or whatever didn't feel like the genres they were portraying the only one that got close was the first one yeah which is the film noir because it was all they got close <laughs> exactly yeah yeah it is obvious yeah. uh, but the other ones they all they all missed an opportunity so yeah i, I, I was think, very disappointed in that i think um they like the action sequence where you had the action you know the ode to apocalypse now it should have just been maybe very that that yellow tintish they had i think in yep. the movie yep and just make the explosions pop so you could feel like you're in an action movie right because it, it's like on his head um, essentially yeah or even like 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 i said for one second you see it when he switches is you see like that white popping of like a film you know the old film how it has like yeah. that wa- that white pop when the when mm-hmm. the reel yeah is rotating they had that for one second and i'm like oh they're gonna have it for the rest nope they didn't so yeah it's just it, uh it's it just something that they, they it should have been ongoing like that white popping it pops every now mm-hmm. and then when he when you're in his perspective essentially when you're right and the white like that maybe like a yellowish tint and an exaggeration of the action sequence like when the bullets are hitting the the windshield like there's more popping in the bullets so you can feel like oh my god like he 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 or feels like he's right. in an action movie you know i think essentially mm-hmm. they should have just exaggerated everything when he's in that moment you know and i think that's yeah. and i think it would have made the whole sequence feel like exciting because you're seeing it from his perspective of like tripping out on this drug mm-hmm. you know yeah they did they, they yeah. definitely did miss out on a on a great you know sequence they could have had yeah yeah again great idea just the execution was lacking um mm-hmm. so now getting into the actual episode we start getting into Sirak's backstory uh, which more is, into it, I get. I which guess. is pretty cool because now you get to see how it all started for him, his background, and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, I, I feel like you know, I think they should have done um, maybe a timeline thing, you know, where you're following him and you don't know it's him until a, another merge. You well, know? I think I, that I, I get been what cool. you're saying, but I think at that point it would have been too obvious. Just because he's French. French. And you're like, yeah. oh, we're following another French dude. <laughs> yeah, Which is funny you, enough. But, so, But you would so, never know uh, if it was him because Sarak is, you know, saying like an enigma, essentially. Because mm. the, the whole first, what, three episodes, you, you heard the name but never knew who he was. Mm. That's what I'm saying. It would have been cool. 
there was yeah, a funny like scene. There's a funny scene in the in the show where I was like, this doesn't sound right. So you and me, we, we don't speak Portuguese, but we speak mm-hmm. Spanish and we have an ear for Portuguese. Like you know, yeah, we've we've heard people talk it. So in that scene where Sirac is talking to the Portuguese president, yeah, the Brazilian president, the Brazilian president, yeah, and they're speaking Portuguese. That's what I meant to say. I'm like, yo, the president sounds awful. His he accent does. is really bad. But then you listen to that actor, the French actor. Uh, I'm trying to remember his name right now. Sirac's actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His Portuguese is fucking impeccable. And it was, I was really like, good. And then I looked him up out of curiosity. I was like, yo, he did so good. I looked him up. He lives in Brazil. <laughs> oh. I was like, this French dude out portuguese do you man like yeah oh because when 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 a portuguese president first started talking at first i thought he was speaking italian for some reason it was strange like, oh, right yeah. it was like uh, he's talking he's in he's in italy now you know probably doing some shit and then all of a sudden when I, to be honest that's that was my whole time that guy was talking i thought it was i thought it was italian and then until sorak started mentioning certain things yeah. And then I was like, "Oh, we're in Brazil," because I didn't even notice the flag. I didn't notice anything. I was just kind of paying attention to the conversation and the subtitles. I was reading the subtitles naturally. Um, yeah. So I wasn't really there paying attention to anything else. And and then when Sorak was saying certain things, I'm like, "Oh my god, he this guy's Brazilian," and it and it hit me like, "Oh, he was speaking Portuguese. God damn, his Portuguese was bad. <laughs> it was really bad." And I went online like. I went online to look up Vincent Cassell. I just looked up his name, Vincent Cassell. And that's when I saw that he lives in, in Rio. And I was like, oh, cool. And then I happened to look up stuff about the episode and everyone mentioned it. Yo, this Brazilian uh, dictator dude, president dude was awful. I'm yeah. like, why would they do that? Yeah, that's They so should have gotten a, an actor who knew Brazil, you know, who, who knew Portuguese. There's a, yeah, a I mean, bunch of actors who know. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't IMDb the guy that plays as him. He was such a small character. I didn't even bother, but shit, for all I know, maybe he is, maybe he just has a really bad accent, a really unorthodox accent. I don't know. Yeah. But that was one of the things that took me out of it for a minute. I went, wait, what? (laughs) So I I just thought it was a funny little thing that even everyone online noticed. Yeah. It was Um, pretty bad, but I did enjoy seeing his backstory though. Um, Yeah. Because he was kind of like the biggest mystery in the show, and you finally get to peek through the door and, and see who he is and see who, how he, he, he got started with all Robom and all that stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's nice to see his journey of seeing the destruction of Paris and being like, I can't let this happen again. And his brother's right. like, I agree with you. Let's not make this happen. Let's, not, let's, let's, uh, let's figure it f- and figure right, out the world. Right. But what's pretty but- cool is that. You get to see that um, Liam's dad, because the way he was portrayed at the beginning of the season, the way Liam talked about him was saying like, "Oh, he helped them." Like he, like I, I, it felt like it was a collaboration. Like he oh, was right. also yeah, coding yeah, yeah. with them exactly. And you realize he was just an investor, you know. And I'm just like, "Oh crap!" And I, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, he just gave him money. He was no brains whatsoever. He was just, "Hey, can I make money out of this?" Yeah, sure. Yeah. So that, that that was pretty cool. That the whole that 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 twist that not really a twist, but that perspective. Because at the beginning, right, right. I was gonna say, Liam was like, "Oh, he helped them make it," you know. And now you realize, no, he just helped them. He just gave them money to do it. So I I yeah. enjoyed that that switch of perspective that happened. Yeah. Um. 
I was trying to remember what the other thing I was going to say. Oh, you know who's acting I didn't like in the episode? Lena? L- Lena Waithe? Yeah, yeah, Lena Waithe. She was terrible, dude. She was, she was she's awful. really bad. Because the thing is, she had such a small part in the previous episode that you're kind of just like, yeah, whatever. But in this one, she had like, she was supposed to act all sad about her, what is her brother or whatever. And yeah. I was just like, yeah, nah, she's dude, uh, she well, sucks. E- even when you when you when you look back on um, what's the name of that? Uh, when she was in Masters ooh, ooh, ooh. of None, she wasn't really she wasn't really that good as an actress. The only the only episode she really popped in was her own episode that she wrote, and that was kind of like mimicking her life essentially when she when she was talking about mm-hmm. her you know uh, about her that you know being a lesbian all that stuff. Um, but as an actress, she's not really that good. And no, not this at all. Made, this and made it, it even in Ready Player One. I was like, you're not that good, but whatever. Yeah, and Ready Player One, it was kind of glossed over though because she was essentially a CG character, and at the end, she was too involved in the action so it didn't really you, you couldn't really feel it you know but here mm-hmm. in this episode specifically I don't know if there was a direction of the director that he gave her that kind of you know made her even worse than what she is yeah it just didn't it didn't feel natural it felt kind of really forced and she was very she's not she was an emotional or expressive I feel like her partner which is a football player acted better than her and I'm just like, yeah, yeah. this guy is a football player with zero acting. He's he's never acted before, and he's and he's and he portrays his character more natural than you. I mean, it's a more one dimensional character, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it, it just it just felt more natural. It felt more real as yeah, a as that a character. Part, uh, so one of the biggest surprises of this one is that uh, I was very surprised they did the reveal. Not even the reveal. They did the thing that I thought they were going to save for the end. They did it already. Surprised the shit out of me. Because when uh, uh, when they, where they released the, the data for everyone mm-hmm. to see, I thought that was going to be a finale. Yeah. And I thought when they did it, it was only the subway as well. And then she's like, no, I did it to all. I was like, oh. I was like, this goes crazy, man. <laughs> I was like, wow, now what? Because yeah. that I thought would have been the perfect ending to see everything going crazy. But and, they did well, it so soon. And the funny thing is that Essentially, right now it's a breakneck, uh, 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 a a breakneck pace essentially because you spent the first four, three to four episodes kind of catching up with everybody essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is what everyone has been doing since the end of last season, and now essentially you have three episodes left, and the season and the season's over. So literally, everything that happens now is going to be so fast, and I don't know how I'm yeah. going to feel about that. Hopefully, they are able to execute it better or execute yeah. execute it because essentially you only have three episodes left to wrap up the season and or the story of this season so let's see yeah. how they do that so here's the thing they have five planned total Damn, whether it'll get HBO's to five give who knows exactly they have five planned so that's what kind of gets me not too worried about the pace because there's still time to get to stuff but if they would have said this is the final one, then I would have been really fucking worried. Because mm. then I would have been like, oh, this is Game of Thrones all over again. Wow, dude, I, I really hope. I mean, HBO is dying for content, so um, maybe I mean, they, they will. They probably will. They probably will and give this them is, those extra time. Uh, and this is uh, better reviewed than last one, so. Well, because it's more I, linear. Because remember, yeah. the problem with season one and season two is that people were confused by it. 
They were confused with right. their timelines. They were confused with all this crap. So they were all lost, and they never underst- they didn't really understand the show. But this one, they decided to make it more linear, more so that you could follow along. And I think that's why people are liking it better now. Um, mm-hmm. It does have lower numbers, though. I'm looking here. If you look at season two, the average viewers was the premiere two million, and it ended at a million and a half. And this one, the premiere is just under a million. Well, you gotta think about a lot of people are probably not watching it live; they're probably That's watching it through true. the app. Um, yeah. So you kind of have to figure out the aggregate through the app too. You know how many people are watching off of DVRs yeah. and how many people are watching it. You know, essentially through HBO Go or now. Um, That's true. To get a real test yeah. of how f- lasting this one is. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. But but there you have it. It's five plans. So so I guess we'll see how it's going. Man, I, 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 I hopefully HBO gives it to them. I mean, like I said, they are starving yeah. for content, especially with the HBO. What is it? Go Plus or Go whatever. Uh, Max, Max. HBO Max. So they need content for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it doesn't premiere on HBO proper, they could just drop it on HBO Max as an exclusive. Mm-hmm. You know, and see if that works. And yeah. at that point, uh, ratings don't matter. It's just content. <laughs> so. Um, how did you feel about Sorak's life and how he developed the, the system? I thought it was good. It's a, it is like kind of a typical villain backstory now. It's more of like, yeah, I'm going to rule the world to save everyone type of thing. But I mean, it's it's good the way they did it. The thing is, the actor is so damn good that that's probably what makes it better. I feel like with any other actor, it wouldn't have been as interesting. Yeah, but the fact he's that it's actor. him, he has like a he's got like a charisma that I'm just like, all right, yeah. He, he's the guy from uh, Black Swan, right? Yep. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, in that dude. Movie. Well, you know, you know where a lot of people would know him from too is uh, Ocean's Twelve. He's the thief. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in Ocean's Twelve. Yeah, with the, the famous breakdancing uh, through the yeah. laser scene. Yeah, 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 yeah that guy. So yeah, it's kind of uh, cool. I, I, I like him. I think he's like a worthy villain. Although at the at this episode, everything came crashing down. So we'll see what happens. I know Maeve is obviously going to be a part because she was missing here. So there's going to yeah. be a little more of that. She was kind of no quote unquote left for dead in the last episode. Right. But we all know better than that. She's too she's too big a character to to do yeah. that. And and there's that whole Yakuza storyline that's still because now uh, what's her face Dolores she lost a, a person she lost the uh, the the bodyguard guy. Yeah. He pretty much just blew up the building. Mm-hmm. Which surprised killed her, me. Killed the assistant. Yeah, so <laughs> that's what surprised me because I'm like, oh, look, it's Mantis. Like, they made such a big deal about her being in the show. Yo, she and then, barely was in it, dude. Dude, she had one scene before this and then she had this one where she blows up. I was like, okay, I guess there was no point to her being advertised. They should have just hired her nobody, man. Like, they, they paid her a higher rate for essentially not doing anything. Exactly. They, they they paid money for what? For yeah, it, it didn't make it didn't make sense. Yeah, but it was terrible. Yeah, so uh, you, you know, for for a while I thought, why was he killing himself? There was no point in doing that. But then I realized, okay, you know, you're just creating your copies just to have one single purpose. So when that purpose is over, you're just like take out. And as you many also got to think about it that you have to quote unquote blow it up because if you shoot it or whatever. You could find out that it's a robot and like, oh shit, who else has been replaced? Oh, so okay, that's true. You kind of have to hide the evidence that of your plans and of what you're doing. You have to go that bigger. That kind of makes sense. You have to go big or your whole thing falls apart. Yeah, so. yeah. 
Um, I, I also pretty cool. It was pretty interesting that it's actually Sorak who killed Liam's dad. Yeah, because they, they never, they never, it was never really kind of mentioned. That he, it was just kind of like he just died. Right. Well, so. as as the flashbacks are going through, I'm already like, yeah, he's obviously gonna do it because I remember in the beginning he said my dad, my dad died in a plane crash or something or or an accident. I forgot how he worded it. So I'm like. Sirak with the technology, I thought he was gonna like down the plane while he's in it, but you know, whatever. He just had him visit the the crash and then smash his head. So I was like, all right, that works too. <laughs> I could clean this up. Yeah, I was like, oh, there's blood on the wing, but whatever, man. You're you're a billionaire. I'm sure you can make it look like he was in it. Yeah. Um. Just just, just send him to roast. That's it. Yeah. So some of the few mysteries that they kind of added, or at least put in my perspective now, is. They're pretty much kind of making it seem like uh, this guy isn't who he says he is or who he thinks he is. Um, who, Caleb? A- Caleb, Aaron Paul. So right. they added a whole new thing about that, but obviously yeah. we won't get into... I was going to ask you that. Like, How did you feel when Liam looked at him and he was just kind of estranged out by his right. data? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I have a theory for that. I don't know if you want to get to theories at the very end of this episode, or yeah. I mean, let's get into it now, dude, because we're already on. Okay, it. we were towards the end, so, anyways. Yeah. So okay. So if you don't want to hear any theories, now is the time to stop listening. <laughs> we're pretty much we pretty much got the episode down pat, so we're good to go. So all right, we're gonna get into some some theories now. All right. So uh, with Aaron Paul, obviously he's a. Uh, He's a human, so he's not like a, a host or anything. And there, there's a theory out there that he is a host. I don't think he is because the drug affected him. Hmm. If the drug affected you, I don't think I, I don't think it works that way. So okay. that to me was the proof that he's human. But what I think it is is so. Uh, Sirac introduces that basement that's kind of like a sort of an insane asylum type of thing where they have. They reprogram people, yeah. which is obviously where Ed Harris, Man in Black, is going to be. Obviously, where he be is, because essentially, I was looking at a screenshot of when Dolores, when she, Dolores bodyguard was telling um, Bernard, like, "Hey, I need to show you something." He was, she was, he, she was showing Bernard mm. the um, the Man in Black in that facility. Oh, okay. I, I didn't even catch that. Yeah. I saw the screen. But okay, so so he's in the facility. Obviously, Sorok's brother's in the facility. Now I got a feeling that Aaron Paul's character was in that facility, and then maybe whatever reprogramming they did, he was so I guess undesirable that they reprogrammed him, and then sent him off to war or something. Hmm. Or it's maybe a- whatever he saw in war, because you could see, you can clearly see that he tortured someone. Yeah. And it may, maybe that was too much reprogramming, and then he's back out. So I, I think it's something along those lines. There's there's also the theory saying that he actually killed um, his friend. Ah, yeah. So, like, he is the one who caused the death of his friend. And, like, yeah. he... So, a part or, of me is or, wondering or maybe whether it wasn't those... even it, it probably wasn't even his friend. Yeah. The other thing is I don't even think any of those are real. Maybe all that was put into his head in the programming in that facility. Because obviously when you're when you hear the friend talking, it's like that therapy AI thing that he talks to. Yeah. So how do you know it was real anyways? So I don't well, know, essentially, a lot of things. You gotta think about it. there's still more to that story because 
why would they cast Kid Cudi for that role if it's so right. oh, if it's gonna be tiny? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's gonna be more flashbacks because then they're gonna have to get into what the torturing or whatever that that side plot is that they're doing. So obviously there's more to it, but I I, I don't know what the reveal is gonna be, but I think that it's uh, like all those memories are are fake, or or they were they were taken away or put into him, something like that. They definitely edited with his head in that place where Ed Harris is. Essentially manipulated his 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 thoughts. Yeah, because maybe he did kind of experience that, but he is the reason why everything went to shit or something, or mm-hmm. or you know maybe he was an assassin or something and he went out to kill that guy or whatever right. to be frank like and then kill yeah. him off. I don't know because he said you're the worst of them, so obviously he's like a killer. If you're the worst of them. So I, I think that's really what it is. He was like a weapon. And the whole entire show, he's been, I don't do personals. So. Yeah. Yep. So essentially, he go. probably used, was the killer. Mm-hmm. Something yeah. like that. And, and, he, and he's probably out of it because that's what they put into his head. I'm still with that theory that they, they put something in his head to stop him from doing that again. Yeah. That's because when he starts uh, doing the it, personals, that, that, that's what makes him have those flashbacks again. Yeah, because even Serac says that, like, why would we kill them or whatever mm-hmm. he says? We yeah. could just help them. So, yeah, maybe he does exactly. repurpose them. So, I, I think that's what the next one's going to be. It's going to show Man in Black uh, try, about to be repurposed and he breaks out or something. And then maybe it'll get a little more into that part of what exactly repurpose means. Or, or Bernard breaks him out. Or Bernard breaks him out. With... um. What's his face? Ashley. Yeah. Because why <laughs> Dude, would... that guy's why, always getting his ass whooped. <laughs> yeah. Always getting his ass whooped. <laughs> the, whole, the whole season. <laughs> the whole show, dude. He's always been getting his ass whooped. Because um, uh, if you think about it, why would uh, Security Dolores show him that? What was the point? What was the mm-hmm. purpose? Yeah. So there, there's, there has to, something has to come into play there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see. Um, I, I had one more theory, I think. I'm trying to remember what it was. I don't remember. Oh, oh, what do you think the big plan for Bernard is? Because obviously she wants to keep him for some type of plan. I don't know. So I really don't know what. Th- th- that's the one I still haven't figured out. And um, I haven't read any of the the theories. So I, I, don't, I don't know. Since the last time we recorded, I haven't read anything. Uh, so I got I to gotta do a deep dive now and figure mm-hmm. out what's going on, what people think. Because uh, I clearly don't have no clue to him. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I, I why why does she want one. him? Mm-hmm. You know, she, she says she needed him. Although um, I'm still on the part where I was thinking that <clears throat> I'm still on the theory that uh, she's going to betray herself because they even brought it up again when Bernard was talking to the bodyguard. Yeah. He mentioned it. He's like, oh, when you go a different path, you become a different person. I'm like, there it is again. I'm like that's it for sure. It's gonna be uh, yeah. Tessa Thompson's character. Yeah, Charlie's gonna break out of her, her loyalty. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I guess we'll see. I thought it was gonna be this decision that would be it, but I guess it's not. Could so. it be that Bernard is the key to the forge and to yes to the to the the heaven for the robots? I think so. Like yeah. Dolores I, essentially I, took out and uploaded into Bernard instead. I'm I'm pretty sure it is because she probably thought it's safest with him. Yeah. So that's why she says she needs him, maybe. Yeah, definitely. And she even something. mentioned that 
She even mentioned that he can't die, but she does. So it's like, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. It's so weird. I don't know. Yeah, man. The, the show keeps getting, uh, keeps popping up those mysteries. So, especially the Definitely. Caleb one. The, the Caleb one came to full force now. Right. Oh, yeah. I remember the mom always kept saying, You're not my son. Or whatever That's, she says. Ah, I forgot about that. That was something else that I was thinking when I watched it the second time. I was like, Oh, shit. There it is. So maybe all those, like I said, all those memories of the life is not real. But maybe the war maybe it's the life of her son in Caleb's body, and it did a face replant. Like you know how they sometimes do. So essentially, mm-hmm. he 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 you're thinking he took over the life stuff. of her son. And that's what she kept saying that oh you're not my son, but he has memories of her. So essentially, maybe right. they they replay. They, you know, her son probably died in war or some shit like that. Or maybe that is Kit Cuddy's mom, adopted right. mom or something like that. And he thinks it's her mom because they, you know, whatever they did. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're saying he's yeah. not Caleb. Caleb is just the 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 uh, the life that he took. Yeah. So maybe Caleb is Kid Cuddy. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It could either okay. be one. He yeah, like you said. Uh, Caleb's Kid Cudi. Two, Caleb is some random person that died, and they repurposed uh, Aaron Paul to become that Caleb. Uh huh. Like maybe Aaron Paul did fucked up shit. Maybe he was a killer. Maybe he did all these things, and like he went crazy, and they repurposed him to become that Caleb that died or something like that. You right, know? right. So yeah. I don't know. There's something's happening there. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm excited to see what it is. I just hope they. Uh, I don't know. I was a little thrown off by the way this was filmed, but hopefully they they bring it back up to feel a little more like, yeah. like like new Westworld. I should say. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, any last thoughts? No, I think that's about it. All right. Awesome. Uh, I'm excited for the next episode coming this Sunday. Definitely. Let's see how it happens. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, let us know what you thought about this latest Westworld episode. Um, let us know your thoughts your theories your ideas do you agree with what me and Pedro are saying mm-hmm. maybe maybe not give us some feedback till next time cool bye bye <laughs>